This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, Rabotai. We are going to read this week Parashat Kitetze. And I wanted to present to you the light of Parashat Kitetze according to the light, which is what? The Or, the light, Hachayim, the light of life. The Or Hachayim, the Or Hachayim HaKadosh has a fascinating approach on the first few sections of Parashat Kitetze, which looks to be, when you read it, uh, different parashiot, different commandments. Some of them are more relevant, some of them are less relevant. So the Orachim HaKadosh is going to give us a perspective on what is, really is going behind the scenes. Before I do that, I wanted to show you something that I found on eBay. A very special thing, and I, I, uh, I, uh, I was able to acquire it, which is, look at this. This is a 1967 printing of one of the Sfarim of the Orachei Makadosh printed in Odessa in 1867. Look at this inside. You have over here, it's written, I don't know if you could see it. Sefer Rishon Odessa, 1967. And it has, it's his explanations on different Masechtot in the Shas. It's holy Sfarim, printed a little over a hundred years after he was, uh, after he passed away. So that's a, that's a, a connection to the past and it's a connection to the Orachayim's Torah. So that would, that's a good introduction for us before we get to the learning of it. And I wanted to tell you the following. So let's recap what happens in Parashat Kitetze. We start off with a, um, a seemingly uh, irrelevant to us episode of going out to war and finding... Uh, uh, you capture someone, and you capture this, uh, this woman, and you bring her into your house, and you, and you, uh, and, and you take her as a wife. And then, we have the parasha, uh, I'm skipping a little bit, you have the parasha Ben Sorer Umore, a rebellious son, a rebellious son. So you have to take him out, the rebellious son. Then, in Aliyashini, we have the following. When a person is going to have a chet upon him, and he uh, he is sent out to die, so you have to hang him, right? But then, once you hang him to publicize what happened, don't leave his uh, his dead body on the tree because you have to bury him because he has the image of Hashem. Okay, that's one parasha. Then you have another parasha. You shouldn't see, if you're walking in the street and you see the oxen of your friend or his sheep, and don't, don't pay attention to his sheep. Rather, give it back to him. That's the mitzvah of Hashabbat Avedah. Let's say your friend, your brother is not close to you. Remember these words, Rabbotai. Your brother is not close to you. You should gather it into your house until your friend demands it from you. And so too you should do to his chamor. And you should do to his simla, which is his clothing. And so you should do to all of his lost objects that he's going to lose. Do not ignore them. And then the pasu goes further and says, if you see his oxen or his, or his, uh, or, or his, um, donkey that falls, Help pick him up. Let's say you see a guy's car is broken on the side of the street. There's a mitzvah to help pick it up. That is the different the different sequence of psukim, which you would think 
one is not necessarily related to the other. The Orachim is going to give us a perspective based on another level of the Torah, of Remez, coming to hint to us a very important message. And says the Orachim HaKadosh the following. We start off, this is the second Aliyah, Aliyah Shniyah. When people start reading the Orachim HaKadosh, they start with the gusto from the beginning, but then they don't get through the Aliyah Shini. So you'll read the beginning, it's very passionate about the fight with the Yitzhara. But in the second Aliyah, the Orachim discusses that Hashem is telling us how a person should rectify himself. So first we start off with Kititzela Minchama Aloivecha. Start with fixing yourself. That's number one. That was You go war against your enemy. Your enemy is your own Yitzhahara. When you fight against your Yitzhahara, the first thing that you do is that you, is that, is that you, you, you rectify and you perfect yourself. Then it's coming to tell you, okay, you perfected yourself, work on your children. That's the ben soreru morir. When you're gonna have a rebellious son. So work on your children. Like it's written, once you reach the level that you've perfected yourself and then you perfected your family, then and only then you could start working on the generation, on the people around you. And it's coming to speak to you about the Chachme Hador. So says the Orachim HaKadosh, that's what it means in the Pasuk, V'chi be'ish chet mishpat mavet. When a person is going to have an avira, and he is going to have an avira against him, and he wasn't chozer betshuva, so says vehumat, and he should really be killed because of it. Hashem says, go back to the leaders and tell the leaders, hey, you have to do your job a little bit better. Vitalita oto ala etz. It literally means hang him on a tree, but here it means vitalita, blame. In other words, hang the blame on the tree. The tree is the chacham who always gives fruit. And he didn't maybe rebuke the person properly. Go back to him and say, hey, something was deficient in our community. That something must have happened. For a person to go down to such levels in sin. This is what the Pasuk means. So says the Rachim HaKadosh. First you rectify yourself. Then you rectify your family. Then you go on to the community. Can't you start, you know, rebuking the community if you haven't perfected yourself first. So what's with all the rabbis? I guess they all have a big job ahead of them. Okay? So, that's why I'm not officially a rabbi. Not there yet. <laughs> I'm not there at that level. But it's a tough call because uh, you have to, you have to, sometimes you have to, you know, you see something being breached in the community. It has to matter to you. And you have to be worried about that and see what there is to do about it. Not just wash your hands away from everything and say, I have nothing to do with this. So that's what the Orachim HaKadosh explains. And he explains the next pasuk, This is coming. Who, who did we say the etz is? Who did we just say the etz is? The Talmid Chacham. So whenever you see a Talmid Chacham who might have not done a proper thing, he might not have done things that he was supposed to be doing. 
Don't think that nivela, that improper thing that he did, don't, don't, um, don't blame it on the, uh, on, on, on the etz, on the Talmud Chacham. Bury it. In other words, bury your suspicion because it's for sure that he did Teshuvah from that suspicion. A Talmud Chacham is always working on himself. So if you saw he did something inappropriate, for sure he fixed himself the next day. Now, nah, it keeps on happening and happening. That's a different story. <laughs> but we're talking about that if you ever see somebody do something wrong, you don't use that as fodder for the Shabbat table and say, hey, this guy thinks he's a rabbi, you know. Uh, besides the fact that you're throwing away all the tuition money that you put into your children, that you're teaching them just to criticize the system, keep that to yourself. You're also being choshed in a Talmud Racham that probably worked on rectifying himself. That is the psukim that the Orachim tells us about. And with that, says the, says the, says the, the, the Orachim, you will not defile the land because Yerushalayim was destroyed because they embarrassed Talmidei Chachamim, like it's written in Masechet Shabbat, So therefore, when you see, once again in the Pasuk, don't, don't let, don't blame that, that nivela, that disgusting action on the etz, on the Talmud Chacham. He kavortik verenu, bury it. He took care of it that day. Because he has Hashem in, in, in front of him. Don't, uh, don't, don't be, don't be, don't, don't be unsure about that because if not, it's gonna be kilat Elohim, it's gonna be a chilul Hashem. And with that, lotit ma'edad matecha. And then you're not gonna defile the land because, because if you do do that, if you do blame the Talmud Chacham, you're making more of a chilul Hashem and you're just increasing the problem in the world instead of giving honor and respect and benefit of the doubt to Talmud Chacham in the Orachayim HaKadosh is saying. That's number one. And it's just helping ourselves, helping our society. Because we are strengthening our leaders that way, not weakening them. Anybody who does the opposite is just weakening the community. Continues the Rachayim, and this is very famous words of his. Okay, once we learned that you are rectifying yourself and the community, and you are respecting Talmidei Chachamim, then we get to the next level. What happens when you're a, a person who learns Torah? We all are people who strive to learn Torah. You go outside in the street and you meet so many Jews that are lost. Now, a Jew that doesn't have Torah, that means he's lacking in spirituality. In essence, he is likened to an ox, an animal, or a chamur, or a donkey that doesn't have any spiritual. He's chamur, he's chomriyut. He's, he's, he's just base material. Says the Orachim HaKadosh. Ki shor achecha. You're gonna see... An ox, which is all that's left of him, is, is an animal to your to your ach to your ach to your brother. Or 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 the sheep, another animal. And you look away. You say, "It's not my problem. I live in my own bubble. I'm doing great spiritually. I'm finishing shas and I'm finishing the yamud and I'm learning from Rabbi Heller and whatever else. What do I care about everybody else?" You should know. You're letting a lost soul be lost. There are lost physical objects and there are spiritual objects. This is one of the sources that there's an obligation to do kiruv, to bring people closer to Torah. From this Orachayim, how he explains, you have to bring him back. The Minchat has famous words that it's a kalvachomer. If you have to bring back a person's 
physical objects, all the more so his spiritual essence you have to bring, you have to bring back. Say so it continues the Orachim HaKadosh and he tells us what's going on. If you're gonna see that, that your, that your, uh, that your brethren who are, who are Shor Achicha, they are an oxen, but to your, to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Over here, he says the word is Achicha is HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to say that, that, um, that, that, that whoever is, 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 is close to Hashem is called Ke'ilu, it's a, it's a, there's a big discussion on this Orachem Agadosh, how we exactly relate Achicha's connection to Hashem. I'm not going to discuss that right now. So what you have to do, says the Orachem Agadosh, if he's not close to you, then you have to bring him back. How? In Torah and Musar. To bring him back properly, you have to give him Torah and Musar. And with this, he's going to say famous words. How are you going to do this? Until he comes back to you. You have to try to affect his three levels. His chomriyut, that means his base body. His simla, which is his clothing, which should be the Torah that he learns. And his general essence. You have to attack all these three things to bring him back, to, to, to get him back. And says the Orachim HaKadosh, and you found it, Now he does say, now he does say, that you have to, that you, that you have to, you have to bring him back, you have to bring him back only if he wants to. And how do we know that? From the next pasuk. What does the pasuk, the next pasuk says? If you, remember we asked what's the connection between losing an object and also picking up the donkey that fell? The answer is, you have to go out and look for your brother and that needs help. And when you see him falling, you have to help pick with him. He can't say, oh, you do the work. You pick up my donkey for me that fell. He has to help and then you can help with him. Says the Rachem HaKadosh, same thing too. If he shows disinterest and he doesn't engage and he says, get out of my face, says the Rachim Agadosh, you don't have to go into that. It's a big chidush, that's what he says. The person shows interest. Now sometimes he says no, but he really wants you to reach out to him more. He doesn't want your help. Because then you're already, he's, the, the guy's just a joker. Don't, don't, don't deal with a joker that doesn't want to deal with it. So a person who says, get out of my face, I don't want to hear about religion, you're not obligated to search after him. But if a person wants it and you see him lost, you have to bring him. You have to learn with him. You have to, te- you have to connect him. You have to bring back that object. That is that lost object. That is the tremendous insights that the Rechaim HaKadosh gave us in this week's parashah. So once again, we start parashah Kitetzeh, that when a person first has to work on his own Yetzirara, and then we learned about Ben Sorero Moreri, he has to work on his family. And then we learned about, about, uh, about, he, a person in the community has a Chetmavet, it's the Chacham's fault, the Chacham now has to help the community. And then the community has to make sure to protect the Chacham's honor. And then the community has to always seek out to bring people back with Teshuvah when they want to do Teshuvah. That's a recap of the first section of Parashat Kitetzei according to the light, the Orachim HaKadosh Chazak You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.